Hi, and welcome to the podcast. It's 2.02 on Thursday, August 19th. Summer has gone by very quickly, yes? Something <laughs> Literally every week at some point during the week, it's like, oh, this week has gone by fast. And now, yes, like summer is just, summer just like flew by. I feel like the kids just left school. And now most of them are back. It's been wild to see how COVID and the pandemic has played with time. Yeah. And I look for someone much, much smarter than me when we're years past this to write about the relation of time to what we're, we've been going through. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. It's a little, I don't, it, it's a little worrisome. Like I think I was telling somebody the other day and they asked me how old I was and I was going to say 29 and I'm not 29, but I turned 30 and 31 in a pandemic. <laughs> you know, I'm like, Alex, you're not 29. Anyway, I forget how old I am sometimes. So that could just be what age, what age. You well, are. but it was the last two birthdays that I seem to be skipping over in my mind. Do you think I didn't have two birthdays during the pandemic? You did. I did. But I'm telling you, you will forget your age at times. It's not a pandemic thing. That's fair. Okay. Um, quickly, we, we do have a lot to get to, but did you catch a glimpse of the latest Eternals trailer? I didn't, but I heard it was good. I, I just, I didn't even know there was one out and I saw an article about it. Yeah, neither did I until, uh, until I, I saw some reaction to it. Um, I got a prediction. Okay. I, obviously, we're going to, you know, the, we're all going to see these Marvel, we're going to see all the Marvel movies. Marvel could say, we're making a movie about a pile of shit with a cape and superpowers. We're like, oh yeah, is, is Thanos back? <laughs> well, but... <laughs> I think this movie, especially from this trailer, and probably because of Chloe Zhao, um, what did she win the award for? Uh, Nomadland, right? Yes. They, she wanted to use like all real sets. Um, so I think the realism of this movie and the familiarity of the cast and there not being another Captain America, another Tony Stark, I think this is going to pull in some people who are like, a little more than casual moviegoers because it doesn't look like a typical Marvel movie. I need to watch it. I'm excited for it. When does it come out now? November 5th. Oh my gosh, that's great. Oh, this is going to be a good couple months. We have Shang-Chi yeah. in September. I'm excited for Dune in October. And then um, Eternals in November. Oh, that'll be good. Sometime Venom will be out and then Spider-Man to wrap up the year. I mean, I, I remember saying this last year when everything was getting canceled. It's like, yeah, we're going to go a long time without content that was in the can or unable to get finished. But at some point, it's all going to get dumped in our lap. And hello. 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 Hi. Did I lose you? Who, me? Yeah. Alex, you, no, yes. No. You almost said hello as if somebody else had just jumped on the podcast. Oh. And sometimes you like to surprise me. So Sorry. I'm like. Who dis? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, I've been here. Um, okay, let's dive into content. Um, and there sure. are some some grim things to get to today. I don't know if you have seen it. I'm trying to get it on everybody's radar. So uh, Max Tickmeyer's mom, Max is the lemonade kid for the police. Yeah, she was on the podcast with us. Yes, great lady. Always been super cool. Like when I message her, she's like, please, I, just text me when I see Max up to something. She has cancer. Um, and if I saw correctly, it's non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. 
Um, doesn't have the greatest prognosis. Uh, that, that's mm. well, I, I don't know. She sent me a message of like where her headspace is at, um, but I believe that's what what my friend Mary Beth had, and obviously she just passed away. She lost that very long battle, and Lisa did say that um, the prognosis is good, but this is probably going to be something that is going to be a lifelong thing, maybe more so than other cancers. I, I don't know. So did I, did I just see a mutual friend of ours share that? Did somebody I hope so. share? Somebody shared it. I think there may be a GoFundMe and they said, is it lung cancer? N- what? What Lisa has? Max's mom? Yeah. No, it's, yes. it's non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you did say that. Uh, maybe, okay, maybe I'm wrong then. I could have swore I just saw one of our mutual friends just say, share another family who has dealing with cancer that's awful. um so there's some kind of rally benefit i i don't know if there's a any kind of financial problems or, or whatever but something to uh to help her out and, and good lord um if the community i mean now it's time for us to pay max back for what he did correct yeah absolutely i was just thinking that absolutely Wow. Um, there is something going on at the Wheeling on the Rocks. I think it's been like a handful of different things. Do you know the gym outside of um, Planet Fitness on Lasky? Are you familiar with that area? Mm, I'm familiar with the area. I know where the Planet Fitness on Lasky is, but I didn't know there was anything else over there. Yeah, there's a bar. that's It's like a, like a biker or rock bar. It's been a lot of different things. Um, okay. They're having something there, one to six on Sunday, the 29th. So I just wanted to get that out there, and um, yeah, I mean it's it's terrible. But if there's any good that could be of such a terrible diagnosis, um, it's that this kid has has brought light to some very dark times here, yeah, and single-handedly rallied a community as a as a kid, as like a 10 or 11 year old. So it's time for us to pay back, and Lisa will hopefully never have a hospital bill or anything like that because the community is going to step up. Yeah, and I just, you know, I feel for for Max, and, and I think he has siblings and that. Like, it's such a scary thing for a child. I was a child when my mom, when they discovered, like, my mom had a mass, and I was just terrified, and it was just a surgery. Like, it wasn't an actual diagnosis, thank God, but I'm sure that's scary for the kids, and... Matt, he's such a sweetheart and he's such a kind boy and that comes from his mom like you know you ha- it has to oh yeah oh yeah um so it just speaks to who his his mom is as well so i really i'll pr- i mean i'll pray for her and her family and i'll, I'll try to support any way i can because that's just heartbreaking um more bad news uh not as bad as that but also kind of sad so this saga of the plovers at mommy bay yeah has been some kind of something. Obviously, <laughs> there was a couple doing some porn when you were out there, right? Uh, like uh, just a just a girl by herself, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, but yes, like within eye shot of where those birds were being fenced in, because I I wasn't aware of too much of the geography of it. I just knew that they were there. But you gave us a, a good snapshot of why that fence was up, and it was to protect the birds and them right. hatching. So right. they they hatched. They got names. Last I had read that they had they had uh, flown away over to like one of the islands put in bay something like that so they they left but they were probably still in the area well one of them came back and was killed by a predator something what? called a mink we have minks out here 
what is a what is a mink? I know what a kink is. Isn't think, a mink like a big cat? I that sounds right. Uh, the chick's name was Kickapoo. Um, it was found dead by volunteers on Tuesday. Um, let's see. This is a great example of the fact that nature isn't always beautiful and peaceful. It's much more. It's a much more intense complex sometimes than us humans can wrap our hearts and brains around. Um, but oh, yes, a, a mink, mink is like a ferret. That's what it's I like thought. A it's in the weasel family. Well, yeah, it's believed that the bird was killed by a mink, an animal native to the region. A small vase of wallflowers sits on the shores of Lake Erie in memory of Kickapoo. Oh, bless that little bird's heart. I know, I know, I know. Fly high, young thing. When we'll get to like our, our personal stuff here. There's just a lot of like good s- stories to, well, not heartwarming but there's, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of good local stories and i've ha- actually had a lot of conversations with people lately and i'm just making sure that we're doing a good job of passing along you know stories of interest for the area because you're not really getting it anywhere and some yeah. people that i've spoken to have agreed with that um or, or they don't have the time like i do to curate these stories or procure these stories and then share them out but um mm-hmm. so everybody's doing something solheim oriented for the obvious reasons um it's a major event here in the area the latest thing uh, in addition to jupe mode doing some golf stuff and some solheim shirts so the great lakes museum which i've never been to but i keep reading things that they're doing and i'm like i've got to get to this thing I don't mm-hmm. like boats. I don't care about the lakes other than I hope they're clean and last like forever. Um, but the Great Lakes Museum always seems to have something kind of neat going on. So mm-hmm. the, the freighter that sits in front of that museum now has a putt-putt course on it. It does? Yes. Ooh, that's that's awesome. Like, And it's open to the public? Uh, yeah, it's just for the cost of going to the museum. And I'm sorry, it, I misspoke. It's just a whole... So not an entire course, but that's still pretty cool. You get to go on, go on a boat and do this because yeah. that boat is 30 feet across. And if you get a hole in one, uh, I believe, yes, there's an undisclosed special prize to anybody who gets a hole in one. Access to the green is included with museum uh, admission, and it'll be open during regular museum hours, 10 to 5, Monday through Saturday, noon to 5 on Sunday. That's very cool. That's a good idea. It's also right there by the Metro Park, isn't it? The Glass Correct. City. Correct. Which just so got... God, I'm sorry. Um, so you can kind of... Some of the activities that are coming to the Glass City Park and then the Maritime Museum, like, there you go. That's what it's called, right? The Maritime Museum? It's called the Great Lakes Museum. The, mm. the National Museum of the Great Lakes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, funny you bring up the Glass City Metro Park. Uh, Dana has now committed to throw a million dollars at it and its development. Yeah. So, like, that thing is the hot girl in the neighborhood or the hot girl in school at the moment. Uh, which makes me even more scared. <laughs> Absolutely. It's on, like, oh, shit. <laughs> that you're not going to get the venue for the wedding? Yes. You said you were going to help me with that, so don't, don't forget. Oh, I have to talk to... Let me make a note. Talk to other Alex about that. If there's somebody who can give me info, it would be him. Um, there's a cool little partnership, and I, I just did meet somebody a couple weeks ago um, who said they do all Instacart. They get everything, like from Amazon or whatever, they get all their food delivered. Do you do food delivery, like for, for grocery? 
I do not know. I'm, I, don't, I don't. How does that work? Do they put it in your door? Do you have like right at your door? Do you have to be home with the know. dogs? It just doesn't work out for me. Yeah, um, I'm not sure, and I, I don't ever want to say never about anything. But this is the one of the things that I will say never about. I will never have my stuff delivered for several reasons. Um, we've talked about how I am my mom's son. I enjoy the supermarket experience. I'm very good at it. Um, <laughs> so I, I, it's kind of socializing for me. Um, uh-huh. I can get some steps in. It's always like a good thousand steps to the supermarket. And maybe last of all, I like picking out my stuff, especially since um, I get a lot of produce. And I like to sure. pick I like to pick my produce out. Not saying that someone is going to pick bad stuff, but I, I like that experience. And I know some people have said, well, it keeps you from buying things you don't want or need. True, but I really value being able to pick my own stuff. So where do you do your shopping at? Um, Kroger and now Costco, but I like very rarely will go inside. I will, I'm a click lister just because I don't, I don't, and maybe I just am not grocery shopping smart. Like maybe I need to ensure that I eat before I go to the grocery store. I don't have a lot of patience for it because I either have to use the bathroom or I'm hungry. Okay. Yeah. They say don't go shopping when you're hungry. You'll, you'll get stuff that, um, you'll kind of regret. Um, right. and I won't do click list either because I, I, again, for the same reasons, I'm going to go do my own stuff. But the reason I bring this up is Churchill's. We have two of them. I two think. of them. So the Perrysburg mm-hmm. one, which is like a supermarket, um, to me anyway, the mommy location, which I go to every now and then is more like a, a fresh time. It seems like a, a little more bougie. No, oh, I didn't know there was one in mommy. Where is it? Uh, it's right across from bars, public house. Oh, that's right. Never been there. Yeah, it's and I can find items there that I can't find at other places, including some uh, chips that I like that are from a Detroit Mexican restaurant. So it's a little pricey. It's not cheap by any means, but um, I'll go there and get certain things. So they, a local business, are partnering with Black and White Taxi to do their own uh, grocery delivery as opposed to doing like ship or Instacart or whatever the national things are. So I think that's very cool that two local places are coming together. I, if I did do like grocery shopping delivery, I would absolutely shop local. Like I would want to go with Churchill's. I like, I understand that it would cost money, but I would try to go with, with Churchill's, um, just because I think that that's a really good idea and good for black and white for wanting to do that with them. Um, I hope to see more partnerships with Black and White, maybe like that, that encourage local delivery and local businesses and local services. That's fantastic. I don't really go to Churchill's that often. I mean, I'm close to the one in Perrysburg, but I, I just, I don't know. I've, I just haven't gone. The last time I went, I was I was very impressed, though, at like they had the the beers, like there was all sorts of different kind of beers and you could get your own case and then fill them with what you wanted. So you could get a six pack and it, you could make a combination of you know, different kinds of beers. That was pretty cool. You could do that almost anywhere. Didn't know that. So. <laughs> yes. At Kro- <laughs> even Kroger does that. And Kroger has upped their selection of being able to do that. Although there's been times where I've wanted to kind of be a dick. And people have done this before. And they've, I asked somebody and they're like, yeah, we have to throw the whole thing away. Like if I, if I only want one of something, like take mm-hmm. it out of a take it out of a six pack and put it in my six pack. Oh my God. <laughs> but, that, 
I, yeah, you would. Have you done that? No, I have not because it, it's oh. kind of like stealing, a little bit like stealing. Um, uh, and I asked somebody at Kroger before, and I was like, "Can I do this?" They're like, "No." Then we have to get rid of like the whole six pack. So they're out some money with that. Um, but yeah, almost anywhere you go, you can make your own six pack. Yeah, I'm not a beer drinker, so I don't know. I mean, I am, but like, I don't, I don't go far from Coronas or Bud Lights. So, meh. You like the seltzers, though, right? Oh, I do love the seltzers. Yeah, that's my drink of choice at this point. Most of the places will put a variety of seltzers in there, too. I've seen that. So that I have seen. Like, I've seen the difference. Um, like, seltzers are now coming out with all sorts of flavors, and they have variety packs. Like, I thought the variety pack was just one, and I sent Thomas to get a pack, and he came back with the wrong kind. <laughs> and I was like, what is this? Um, but so I was, I'm learning that there's so many different flavors, but I do love the seltzer. And I, and I find that my... If I'm doing a mixed drink, I like gin and tonics or Moscow mules, and they all have the same kind of theme. So I think I'm steering away from more of the heavy, dark liquor drinks sure. for the lighter options. So, I, wish, anyway. I wish we would have been friends back when my friend Nathan, my former boss, was here. Uh, he and his guy, like, they drank Moscow mules like, like water was, like was going to be scarce. Did you know I know Nathan? How do you know Nathan? So when he moved here to Ohio, he moved to the property that I live at and worked at. And so Nathan would come into the office at Tracy Creek, right? Uh, probably. I know he lived in Perrysburg, somewhere like right off of 20. Yeah. If you still talk to him, send him my picture and ask him how he knows me. He probably won't figure it out. You'd have to tell him. But he was always wonderful. And I knew he worked for the radio. He was one of the kindest people. I really enjoyed him. And I was sad to see him leave. So Nathan and I, so my a best friend of mine from years ago, Brent, was mm-hmm. really good friends with Nathan in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got super close with Nathan when he interviewed me for a radio station job when he was in Flint. And mm-hmm. it didn't work out, but um, I was up in Saginaw when he was at Flint, and we've, we've always stayed close. And then when I got let go in Detroit... Um, literally before I could open the door, I opened up the door to my apartment and before Diddy could get up in the air to greet me, (laughs) Nathan's like, Hey, you want to come to Toledo? So Nathan (laughs) is 100% responsible for me being here. So look at that. So then he's responsible for us being friends because we wouldn't be friends if we weren't in Toledo together. Correct. Correct. Absolutely. That's, That's he didn't go to like Illinois or something or. Iowa or he somewhere. He left us to go to Tulsa. Okay. Yeah. Didn't like it because of well the obvious yeah. reasons. Obvious reasons. And but he did a great <laughs> job and he really liked the company, so he took a job in Tampa, and oh, he's nice. been there and having lots of success. Yeah. He. If you talk to him again, tell him I said hello. I. I mean that was when I worked in the office and I was in school, so I was like diligently trying to finish my education. And he was just always so enjoyable. And I always forget to tell you that we had that, that I knew him as well, because I've heard you bring him up more than once. Yeah. Um, it's funny that you say he was so nice and kind. He had a temper at times. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did he? I don't think oh. I've, I don't, I, I don't know. I hate to say I was one of his favorites in the office, but I don't think I ever felt the wrath. No, you wouldn't um, need to. I wouldn't be surprised, though. He, uh, he and I had some, some, some screaming matches. I thought, we had one thing where I, I slammed his door so hard I thought I broke the wall. But that's <gasps> what that's what friends do. You get you, I suppose. You get I don't know. I don't fight that. with my friends like that. I fight with Thomas like that though. 
Um, yeah, you, you fight like that with the ones you're closest to. Yeah. <laughs> me and Thomas can throw down. So help me out with something, if you would. Sure. Um, I had another, like, epiphany last night, and okay. I, hope, I hope it lasts longer than a day. Um, but now I've maybe found a way to, to solve it. Like, I really want to cut out some of the, the junk that I mm-hmm. eat. Um, mm-hmm. And one of the reasons, like, I have, I don't have the sugar tooth, I have carb cravings. You mm-hmm. know, this fries and chips, all that. We're, we're like that. Um, and I snack on that stuff. I even snack on nuts. And nuts aren't the worst thing in the world. But mm-hmm. I, I wish I could have healthier snacks. And I have a problem. I don't like lots of fruit. I do like lots of vegetables. But I don't snack on vegetables because usually a big salad is my, din- is my dinner every night. So mm-hmm. I think I'm going to try. Well, I'll ask the question. I'll, I'll tell you what I'm going to try. But I'm, then I'm also going to ask you something. I am going to try to get an array of fruit. And I'm going to force myself to mm-hmm. eat these things. I have okay. tried watermelon before because it looks like something I would like. I don't like it. I'm not going to try bananas. Yeah. So, but I'm going to force myself and kind of like they, what do they say? Like, you know, do something for two weeks, dedicate in a dedicated fashion and maybe you can do it. Um, I think it's 60 days. Let's start with two weeks. Okay. 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 (laughs) Deal. So I think that this would be very helpful to my nutrition and weight and all that stuff. But what would you tell someone and maybe you've asked yourself or come across. If there was someone who didn't like, and really the only kind of fruit I like is apples. Uh, apples, and I like grape, uh, green grapes. Okay. Um, but grapes just, they go bad so fast or whatever. I like apples and grapes. So what would you tell someone who doesn't really like fruit? What fruit would you try to get them into? Pineapples or watermelon. I also love... Um mandarin oranges in the can but i rinse it out really well so um they come in like juice but you have to drain the can and then like rinse it really well i can snack on those all day so i do love pineapples i love watermelon i love all the sugary fruits like that's the other thing if you're trying to have a snack but you're like trying it you want it to be fruit for the benefit of it being i guess a little healthier like take into consideration the sugar content in these fruit though like apples is good so i love apples and cheese love apple slices and like a half a slice of cheese or a little quarter slice of cheese have, have you ever tried that i like apples and peanut butter i'll when i'm at home i, I try to eat apples at work so then i don't eat them at home but they'd be mm-hmm. a great snack at home because i would cut an apple up and mm-hmm. uh take like a pretty big teaspoon of whatever peanut butter i have melt it a little bit and then dip the apple in the peanut butter so i've never had peanut butter so i can't right I, you die I can't, yeah pretty much and i i always hate that because i know that like peanuts and peanut butter people live by and they're really good snacks but i would try watermelon again seedless okay. and then try some pi- have you not had pineapple i have I don't think I have. Yeah, so try some pineapple, but make sure it's like kind of close to ripe. Because when it's not ripe, it's sour. When it's other, when it is ripe, it's sweet. Um, and then, um, what else did I say? I do love bananas, though. Like I do like a good banana, and I know banana like dipped in chocolate is pretty good. And then you f- freeze it, 
So that's nice. I'm sure the same for like uh, peanut butter. You could probably dip a banana in peanut butter hmm. and then the outer layer in chocolate and or dark chocolate. And there you go um, for a couple. But I don't really see I would if I wanted a snack, I would probably do vegetables because I really like carrots dipped in hummus and peanut butter, peanut butter, not peanut butter, broccoli dipped in hummus. Like I like anything dipped in hummus for a snack for something yeah. like in between. But I get that you try to pack it on for your meals, but that doesn't mean you can't also have it for a snack. I will say though, for like to cut back on carbs, I had something today that I was so proud of. You know, I text you about the meal I made last night, chicken cutlets and like a lemon cream sauce. Mm -hmm. So I had some leftover. I had more sauce left over than I did chicken cutlets for lunch today. I got bonza pasta. Have you heard of bonza pasta? Yeah, it doesn't cook well because uh, it's it's uh, it's chickpea, right? It's chickpea. I, it cooked just fine for me. So I boiled it, rinsed it off, and it tastes literally. I got penne pasta, and it I couldn't tell the difference. Yeah, there are several different kinds of pasta that aren't pasta. Um, there's some kind of protein that they're made out of. I think there's like a pea one. Yeah, I've tried the bonza before, and if you overcook it, it's a disaster. Oh, see, I like undercooked it just a little bit. Like the texture of it was as if I had just didn't cook pasta all the way through, but it was really good to me. Like I could not tell the difference. So I think I'm going to try to sneak it in some meals with Thomas because I feel like he won't know either because um, it tastes exactly the same. And I was really pleased with it. Like I was I was really happy with it today. And some people I saw online are taking they're cooking the pasta and then they're putting it in the air fryer seasoning it and it's a chip they're eating it oh. like chips uh as let a me, snack let me tell you that thomas is, is going to know the difference because to me the texture is different and the taste is different but he might still like it so i made vegan chili a couple years ago and he did not know the difference and i told him after he ate it and he like ate it up okay we'll give it a go um and i have no problem eating vegetables for snacks, even like on their own without hummus, like uh, like cherry tomatoes or s small tomatoes, carrots, broccoli, cucumber. The only mm -hmm. problem is then I then I'm kind of not in the mood for it for dinner. That's why I'm trying to expand things to fruit, and I'm hoping to unlock something because the wild thing is I load frozen fruits or bananas into my protein shakes. <laughs> like I buy massive bags of frozen strawberries, frozen cherries, frozen mango. I buy blueberries. I freeze the blueberries. And every single one of them I can eat by themselves or enjoy like a blueberry shake or a strawberry shake. But if it comes to eating them, I don't like them. But maybe I can force myself to like them. That reminds me of like me and tomatoes um, where I just cannot um eat tomatoes really as a snack or by themselves, but I chow down on tomato related products. And I did have a salad the other day with tomato in it and I knew it was in it and I still ate it and actually enjoyed it. So that was the, I was really proud of myself for that. I, there's really not a ton of fruits. I mean, you already, it's really apples I think are the most popular. I don't love berries because sometimes those can also be like sour. Like it's, it's berries are weird for me, I'm not a huge fan. So between watermelon and pineapple, um, and try to try to do the bananas no. and maybe dip the bananas. In okay. no. You have to, the point is you have to try I, like, yeah, yes. I've tried bananas enough and Ugh. 
it's not even like the texture. I just don't like it. The, and again, the wild thing is, I'm all about a good banana protein shake. It doesn't make much sense. I oh strawberries, 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 uh, raspberries, peaches. Um, maybe since I really love mango, anything I can like unfreeze the mango cubes and, and try those. That's so. true. Mango salsa would be mm. really nice. Like you could do like a, you could do like a tortilla chip or like a blue chip. Um, I've been wanting to try mango salsa or mango, um, ceviche. So, um, mangoes with on- red onion and like lemon juice and stuff is really good. And some tomato. I'm trying to get away from the whole chip thing because, Family size is, is, as we all know, a complete misnomer and improperly labeled. (laughs) Well, I did see somebody the other day. I am swearing by TikTok. So, like, everybody that listens, Philip, the next time he's on, like, we were the we were the old people who literally said screw tiktok tiktok is stupid and i swear by tiktok like i saw somebody make a mango ceviche but it's basically a salsa i don't know the difference between salsa and ceviche and he made his own tortilla chips out of whole wheat tortillas so he cut up the tortillas sprayed them down put them in the oven and made yeah. a tortilla chip like you know put, threw on some sea salt and it was a tortilla chip so i was thinking of doing that myself for like moments like now where I kind of want a snack when I'm in between meals. Chips aren't super bad at all. It's the volume that brings me down. Well, when you make them yourself, you can't make like tons. You know what I mean? Like they're, that may solve it for you because you can't actually have, and eat it slower. Yeah, I do have to eat slower. (laughs) Um, And TikTok is still stupid. If for no other reason than I have to open it and go right to the inbox because I don't, the, the shit that it blares when you open it is obnoxious. That's true. Yeah. Like I have to make sure my volume is down. Is that what you mean? Like there's a video right away when you open yes. it? Yeah. I just have to make sure my volume is turned down. I don't mind it, but I do typically go straight to my inbox anyway, and then I'll just scroll. Um, but I have really like benefited from some of the, um, meal like everybody's an influencer now no offense to those who really did make their name influencing but like i have benefited from some of the folks that because i can't count macros and micros and all of that stuff i don't do well with that and i can tell you like where my calorie deficits need to be in my intake but actually getting meals together i have a hard time with that but i can easily like find it on tiktok and somebody has done it for me and they share it and, and I'm just like, okay, great. So I feel like I'm doing particularly well. Okay. Love your TikTok. I, I do. So go to TikTok and find out about fruits no. and snacks and stuff. No. <laughs> Sorry. Apparently there's a man with a bomb outside of the Library of Congress. He just surrendered. So oh, well, that's good. Be a, press, a press conference. He had a bomb in a minivan. Um, that should distract from everyone being an Afghanistan expert all of a sudden. Um, oh, my God. In addition to their, their COVID expertise. <laughs> but uh, if we want to talk serious stuff, I have one more thing to throw by you. And I've, I've, I wanted to do, I forgot about it Monday, but Tuesday uh, we couldn't connect. But I, I have, I want to run something by you. Okay. You know what hit me the other day? You know what, what, what has really gone down uh, in, in volume? Like you don't see as many of them anymore. School shootings. Sorry. Alex. That was dark. That was dark as shit. <laughs> I, 
I, I, won't, ah. e- I won't even crack that joke because... I'm knocking yeah. on wood. I am sorry. The kids were not in school. That's why. I oh, am Jesus sorry. Jesus Christ, Alec, Alex. Sorry. I didn't mean it. Um, I, I, I don't see as many boob jobs anymore. Oh, you no. Know, in fact, people are getting their, their implants taken out. Yeah, I, I'm super disappointed by that. So <laughs> I, 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 have, I have two, <laughs> two theories. Um, okay. And I, and I think they're both valid. Um, one is accepting who you are and body positivity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm surprised you haven't seen some insane plastic surgeon campaign against against that. Like, no, you're not good the way you are. You need to fix yourself. Mm-hmm. So, there, so there's that. Um, and also, sadly, uh, ever since Kim Kardashian started this, like we've gone from... Um, Enhancing our tits to our ass, and I'm not an mm-hmm. ass person at all. So mm-hmm. you can be flat as a board, but if your ass is large and maybe enhanced, some dude or some girl is is all is more about that. Like we've gone from from Pamela Anderson '90s boobs to ass. So the attraction is really the, like what is a attra- is deemed attractive on the female body has moved around. You're right. Like it was at one point, it was absolutely the chest. I would say like Wendy Williams is a really good example of this because she got gigantic implants in like the 90s or the late 80s and she literally looked like an uppercase P. Like she was thin everywhere else except these big gigantic bazookas on her chest. Um, A lot of people are getting implants taken out. Like a lot of people want, well, and also the fashion, like our fashion is there's everything is plunge at the moment. Like everything that is fashionable and that is attractive and that is stylish has not everything, but most things have some sort of plunge neck. Somebody like me, I could not wear a plunge neck. I could, but I have to be really careful. My wedding dress is going to have a plunge. I hope Thomas isn't listening. And I have to do a lot of work. Like I'm buying boob tape and stuff. Remember when I bought that before last year and it was like such a fail. I have to go back to it again to make sure that I don't look like a playboy person, a plus size playboy model with my plunge neck. Um, But it really, but what has always been in is a narrow waist. And when you have thicker thighs and hips and ass, it makes your weight look smaller, like your waist. So, um, and there's a lot of men who are attracted to a nice rear, which is why they like a lot of girls who go into the gym and focus on leg day. Oh, because I've also seen a lot of that. I, I see women in the gym. And like they don't do upper body stuff at all. Yep. Um, the, it's this Kardashian stuff. And you know what mm-hmm. else I, I found out recently? I had no idea that there are leggings that act yeah. like push up leggings for your ass, kind of like there were push up bras to enhance things. Like I had no idea, but it makes total sense that something so tight could squeeze your ass together and make it look bigger. Yeah, we talked about that once where there were these leggings that were that suck so far yeah. up your butt. You better make sure you wiped clean after your last number two, like in the bathroom. Otherwise, it's going to show. But yeah, like that's a thing that people are walking around with these like butt lifting leggings that are basically like wedgies, like permanent wedgies. Um, so that's really popular. But yeah, like it's, you know, getting um, breast augmentation is not as as common like people still do it but it's not as common as it used to like i absolutely want a reduction like i don't want mine <laughs> at all they can go you know so um 
they're just not fun and they're not even if it even if they were considered attractive i think a lot of women are taking ownership of our bodies and what we want our bodies to look like and like having a larger chest or a more complimentary chest is not the top of the list anymore like i'm seeing people get chin reductions like chin lipo so they're getting their double chins removed and um more nose jobs and lip injections are extremely popular now and bbls obviously let's also talk about like the whole body like you know getting all the fat sucked out of your arm waist and moved into your behind and your thighs i i'm not mad i'm just i'm disappointed like i and things are cyclical um but i'm, mm-hmm. I'm disappointed the boobs are not in anymore you know it had a good run in the 80s 90s and early 2000s and i enjoyed it well our but black culture was always about the ass right always and so for us it's no different like you know right. what i mean and this could be it, it could be one of those manifestations of a lot of like things in black culture and now, you know, tend become pop popular because a white person did it. And then all of a sudden it's like the newest thing, like when the Kardashians were wearing, you know, cornrows and it was like, hello. <laughs> and they named it the Kim K braids. Well, I forget what it was. And they were like Kim K inspired and uh, in, inspired hairstyles and we were like wait a minute and it was somebody had the nerve to say it on like a news network like on a daytime tv show like coining the coining the braids and the hair is something kim kardashian has inspired like shut the fuck up (laughs) like okay and they stole from black culture like every like if you including their bodies we've had this discussion in different ways before um yep Almost everything popular in mainstream culture is stolen from black culture. The way way you talk, what you listen to, obviously, words you use, and that's all like the same thing. How you dress, just things you like. Um, That's why, like, I I tweeted at somebody a couple weeks ago, like, I think it was probably about y'all. Mm-hmm. And I was just angry, and I try not to like stick my nose in that stuff anymore. I'm I'm much <laughs> I'm a much happier person and better person for it. But like, I'm like, no, you took these words from black culture. Yeah, yeah, probably for that one, um, southern black culture. But um, yeah, abs- absolutely. So it it's cyclical, and like what we like and what we find to be like what mainstream finds to be beautiful. But at the same time, it always stems from black culture because like for as long as i've known it's always been about what kind of ass you know somebody has no like what black men and black women found attractive was always about being a little fuller you know at the waist and down than it was you know having a larger chest well and what the the paradigm shift was when ray j and kanye got kim and then mm-hmm. they, that whole family went nuclear and we mm-hmm. moved away from boobs and everything went ass and poor Khloe Kardashian does not get enough hell for having basically reimagined her entire body. <laughs> I mean, she, she really has though, but she was the one that started off like she was th- like a thicker girl yeah. and like trimmed herself down and, and has just kind of which whoever knows how, you know, but, and, and has now kind of changed her whole face. She also gets the most shit because nobody is convinced that she's, uh, you know, uh, not OJ's daughter. (laughs) (laughs) I know. She's like, if I change my entire appearance, they won't think OJ is my dad, but she's the antithesis of body positivity. 
I suppose. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, they they all are though, and it's really frustrating. And then to deny it at the same time, like I think that's what's so frustrating. That was also something. Again, I saw on TikTok. I saw somebody share, and they were really upset. And they said, "I follow a fitness influencer. I followed her for a long time, and it was just revealed that she got a BBL. So her body did not come from her hard work in the gym. It came from." the operating room which is still okay but don't lie about that and it's the same um i know a girl personally that is always sharing pictures about how much work she's putting in she's like putting in work you know she lost all this weight putting in the work putting in the work putting in the work but then she'll have like in small hashtag like vsg which is vaginal not vaginal some something sleeve surgery or so she had weight loss surgery and that's why she's been losing weight and so everyone's like oh my god you're do, you're working so hard good job not to say that she's not going out there and doing exercising but you had weight loss surgery like what response if you want to influence someone and if you want to be share your experiences what responsibility do you have to be honest about how you got to where you are you know it's uh, and then and then like we've talked about before, there's the Philip conundrum where he one day thought about going to the gym and automatically packed on thirty pounds and was still eating like shit. Fuck you, Philip. <laughs> you can die. <laughs> Philip is just literally. They need to make a statue out of him. Wow. I miss him. I hope he's doing well. Is he friends with Luke Evans yet? Uh, no, because it's funny. Luke Evans popped up in my timeline. I was like, hey, here's your boy. They're, uh, they're busy. They're, they've got a house and they're getting that all settled. Mm -hmm. I'll try to, uh, wrangle him up shortly. Um, one more thing, like with the body positivity thing, I saw some people talking about, they're happy that, uh, Old Navy is now not charging a different price for large sizes. Like whether it's that's good negative zero up to like 30, they're all the same price. That's that's great because I think that's very frustrating as well. So there's some I've been looking around for um, outfits for our engagement session in October, and I'm having a hard time finding things that are like stylish and attractive in my size. And when I do, I'm expecting to pay like tons of money for them. Like stores like Lane Bryant and Torrid, besides the boob fairies at Levis Commons where I get my bras, I don't go there because you charge me so much money. It's outrageous. I'd rather go to Meyer or literally Walmart or Target, you know what I mean, or just buy something online than, um, than pay the outrageous prices that you guys are charging. And I'll still get good quality paying less. So good for Old Navy. I think more companies should take that on. What's the what's the response? And this is not me, but I've I've seen this this back and forth before. What's the response to? Well, it requires more material, so it should cost more. Um, I I don't I don't know. I don't I don't have a response to that. Like I don't have some clever response. I get it. Like why you may say that, but I think that there's ways to do it to where. It, they have to understand that it's it's not good optics at the same time. Right. That like certain populations are having to pay more and then responses from some people and it's usually not you i i think you're repeating what is a common response but the this along the same lines are like well why don't you just lose weight so you don't <laughs> have to do that like lizzo is getting a bunch of shit because she was talking about um she was just responding to people who called her like a mammy you know essentially and um, they're like, well, you live life as a fat person and you're proud of your fatness. So why are you upset? And it's like, no, that's it's different. Like, you know what I mean? It, it's it's just different. But yeah, I get I get what you're saying. I the, don't know. The, the, the only counter I could think of, a more appropriate counter and, and less 
what's the word I'm looking for? The more PC proper counter, and I hate saying PC, but I can't think of another word, is uh, for any size that is just not highly stocked. Like you, you, you have to charge more because just not a lot of people are buying those. Like yeah. you could do like extra, extra small and say, yeah, we're going to charge you more for that because it costs us more to charge that as opposed to the more common sizes. However, we do know that uh, this country is a little on the large size. I was going to say the average clothing size for women is 14 to 16. Right. <laughs> you know? Like I remember vividly when, when it was structure, there were no clothes in my size to buy. And then Express and I lost some weight and I was able to shop at Express and then I saw Express having many more uh, options in my size. So, like, they mm-hmm. figured it out. Like, while it's great to have people with a 31-inch waist um, who are super hot buying our clothes, there's only so many of them. So, if we, like, offer, offer 36 or 38, we have more people mm-hmm. to appeal to, and it's good business. That's true. And I, like there will, this will always manifest itself in some variation or another. So like I, it, it's not like a soapbox that I stand on often. It has been annoying for me the last couple of weeks, but I would rather like buy, like there's literally some clothing sites based out of China online that I will absolutely shop at because I know that I'm getting it for a decent price and I'll have more options of clothes to wear at work for the week or for the month then worry about, you know what I mean, paying the extra cost to have something that is also really outdated. Some of these, I, I hey, saw hold, some hold, the other day. Your, your uh, connection is super bad right now. Oh, hmm, okay. Can, can you sign out and come back in and I'm going to do a traffic report. Well, well, we can keep going if you have time. I can sign out and come back in, yeah. All right, I'll kick you out. That's better. Yes, much better. Um, so well, I was... I was going to, the last thing on that, the other thing that like some of us who are regular dress sizes, we could shop at Target or or we could shop at Torrid or um, Lane Bryant. If I see one more fucking cold shoulder that these stores like Lane Bryant and Torrid are trying to pass off as stylish for plus size women, I am going to poke myself in the eye. If I see one more cold shoulder top or dress, honestly, it's obnoxious. Stop it. Like, don't try to pawn this off as style for big women. Like, we can wear other stuff as well. That is one of the things that I do love about Lizzo. Hold on. She will... What's cold shoulder? Um, it's, a, it's a style of dress or even a shirt that has, like, that little peekaboo shoulders. So it's, it looks like almost like a... Imagine a... Literally, look at the t-shirt that you're wearing. Take your hands... Put it on your two shoulders and pretend like those those spots are being cut out. Got it. Okay, I just, I just little, looked it up. It's, oh, yeah, it's shit. called a cold shoulder. And the, the second Google search is plus size women's short something or other. Ew. Eh. So that's what I'm saying. So like, don't quit trying to pawn things off to us as if it's stylish because you're, you know what I mean? It's not stylish. We can find it somewhere else. What if we, and I, I've said this to my mom a couple times, like when I was younger, she used to, not younger, I was also skinny, but like in my early 20s, she would buy, if she would buy me things, she would want me to get larger sizes. And she's like, well, you don't want this to show or this to show. And it's like, but what if I do though? Like, what if I do want a role to show? What if I do? What's wrong right. with that? <laughs> anyway, moving um, on. No, no, no. It's, it's all, all good stuff. Um, I have bought stuff from China before. 
Um, mm-hmm. We we did this on the on the old morning show years ago because I the thing was like I wanted a pair of non sneakers boots kind of, mm-hmm. but I knew that I wasn't going to wear them a lot, so I stumbled onto like something in China on Amazon. <laughs> and I still have these shoes, and they cost me like twenty-two dollars. There you um, go. As opposed to like a hundred and twenty-two dollars. Oh wait, wait a second. No, the shoes worked out. It was the jacket that. So I wanted um, something leather and springish, kind of like a biker jacket, but um, I didn't want to pay a lot of money for it. And this is right. before like, or was it like? Uh, it was easy to find in stores for like forty bucks. <sighs> And I bought it off of a Chinese website. And I thought I got the sizing right. I was wrong. So I thought I ordered the size for me. And this was before Philip went to the gym. The size was perfect for him, not for me. So sizing is pretty bad here. But you are you are taking some things into your hands when you buy from China. I mean, you, you think you're getting a great deal. And they might not, they might be fake Nikes and you might be okay with that, but just know that your foot might pop out of them or the size could be way off. So I have mastered my way of like purchasing things from businesses like that. I have to read the reviews and then I like, it has to have at least a couple hundred worth of reviews and have pictures so I can see people. I really appreciate, I never post a review, although I like swear by them. I need to see people put them on. I need to see how it like lays on people that have like a figure like mine. And some of the sites where I will buy from China or, you know, internationally, they do have those things where people are writing in the reviews and showing pictures of what it looks like for clothing and for shoes. Um, The specific website I'm referring to is Shein, which you may have heard before. Um, But what I didn't know is when I like splurged and bought my Louboutins, I had to like send those shits back like twice because my size is not like these are maybe French women have narrower feet and my feet are pretty freaking bony and narrow and I could not fit into those damn shoes. It was really embarrassing. And so in Louis Vuittons, I'm like a size 10 and in, in, in the U.S. I'm a size eight regularly. <laughs> so it's pretty funny. Um, I had considered I get all the ads like you see the ads, clothing ads in and Instagram and stuff like that, and we're on Facebook, and most of them were like uh, going out of business, and they they had jackets like d- different kinds of winter jackets, you know, trendy looking things, and they say originally like three forty nine ninety nine or five forty nine ninety nine, but because you're going out of business, it's sixty nine ninety nine, and I have come real close to buying some of these as shady as they look, and I I did what you did like. A lot of the there were no reviews with pictures, but there were enough reviews to make me consider it. But then I'm like, mm-hmm. they probably wrote these up themselves. The the eye opening moment was when this place that went out of business, mm-hmm. a similar ad with all the same stuff, but a different seller showed up in my Facebook feed all the time so that's the other and you'll find that though on amazon so when you're going through amazon and you're looking for i think i was looking for like white combat boots last season like in the spring and in the winter and there were so many different variations of the same boot from a different seller um because that i mean that's they can do that over there you find the same thing in the u.s when there's some people that are like they get llcs and they get businesses where they're selling clothing they're selling clothing that was created in china 
you know what I mean? Like you're, you're, or I'm sorry, I don't want to say China, but overseas, like created internationally. And they're pulling from a catalog that other businesses are also pulling from. And they'll say, I want a dozen of those. And I want 500 of those. And you know what I mean? No, you're, you're right. I've seen these because some of these ads for the, that like, so remember the Dark Knight Rises with Bane? Of course I do. I, I wanted that jacket. Oh, that was a good jacket. You know, it's very popular now, like leather with that like sheep's fur on the inside. I and I still do want that jacket. I so will find it for you. If I Google it, like all these weird sites will pop up and um it's like $79 for that jacket when it retails is like 1400 But you're right, because some of those sites like that will say like domestic or U.S.-based seller. But you're right. All mm-hmm. that shit came from some terrible place in China. Absolutely. And you know where you could probably find that jacket just for shits and giggles, uh, Forever 21 for men's? You're a pretty like, you're, you're a good lean-sized man. So um, I bet you you could find it. I love that jacket. Well, I want one for myself this year. If you want to, if you want to look it up for me, and uh, I, it's funny. I have a jacket thing, but I wear the same jackets all the time. I, I have rebought the. I call them sweat jackets. Everybody else calls them hoodies. From I think it's called American <laughs> Giant. Um, oh. I think I might might be wrong though, and I remember. So in 2012, I came across this. It was it was it was an editorial. Said this is the greatest. This has been called the greatest hoodie ever, and sure as shit. I mean, it was like ninety five bucks then. Now they're like a hundred and twenty, but I can wear that thing on fifty eight degree days or <laughs> or eighteen degree days, and it's it's equally as versatile and they last forever. Like I love these jackets. I've had like four of them and I'll probably buy a new one for this year. It's pricey, but it's worth it. It's like the opposite of buying from China. I love a good jacket. I actually have many, um, like my coat rack in the wind, in the fall, winter and early spring, like has fallen off of the wall many times and it's full of a different jacket. Like I feel like jackets are a part of my outfit at this point. So and and I do like to I do care about like what I wear and I will think of like on my free time I'm in my phone on this putting stuff in my shopping cart and things like that so I do love those kinds of things and a good jacket is is very important to an overall look just like um like decorations and design if anybody's ever planning a party buy chargers uh um um tablecloths to the floor and good chairs and you'll be good good to go okay the essentials Um, you would probably be surprised. Oh, you might not be, but I have a very nice jacket closet. Like I have some pretty cool. I bet you do. Biker jackets. I have two pea coats that are both incredibly versatile. Um, a gray one, like charcoal, and then a black one. I just never wear them because, well, for over the last year, nobody did anything. But and then, like, it, I took it to a whole new level when I put the collar up. <laughs> Exactly. And everybody is trying to fix my fucking collar all the time. And they're like, oh, do you want it this way? And I like get embarrassed and then I'm like, oh, no. And then let them fix it. But I do actually like my collar up, like my hair in a bun, collar up and a nice pair of earrings. It's really nice. I would still go with summer every day, though. So <laughs> That's, I wear jackets in the summer like I have on a kimono today, but um, I wear a jean jacket regularly i got it from old navy it was great well let me know if you can find the bane jacket i would still be interested in buying it because i mean it, it is it, 
if you buy if you spend a lot of money on a jacket and you buy the right one, you're gonna have it forever. Like the pea coats I've had, I bought from Target like well over ten years ago, and I have never once thought I need another one because they they just last forever and they never go out of style. You're referring to the jackets where it's like leather on the outside, but on the inside it's lined with that like whitish cream, sheep's fur kind no. of. No. material oh no it's like the- a heavy winter coat but it's not i also have a puffy coat which i bought at what people called like the ikea of clothing stores um a, a pea coat like you know a pea coat they're always timeless but pea coats like think of uh like victorian england like late 19th century england uh sorry Sherlock- i was so excited did you hear me jump off no well yeah i heard you mute yourself why Oh, I didn't mute myself. I accidentally exited because I was so excited oh. looking for the Bane jacket. Oh, oh, yeah. Welcome back. But uh, a, a pea coat <laughs> is like Sherlock Holmes thing, like from the late nineteen right. uh, from the late nineteenth century. Yeah, and, and a trench coat. Yes, I don't need a trench coat, but my, mine are longer. Yeah, yeah, I do. I have some long. I have a lot of uh, suede too. Suede is is been in style for the last like five years or so. Um. Hey, we made it like the whole thing without getting cranky about COVID or Delta or anything like that. Yeah, Eric, the Bane jacket is absolutely leather on the outside and sheep's fur on the inside. Right, but that's not a pea coat. No, it's not. No. How much is that jacket that you found? Uh, oh, Neiman Marcus has one for eighteen hundred. Yup. <laughs> See. But I've seen I've seen a couple dupes, so I'll send it to you. Well, yeah, wait wait for that ad to now pop up because of your cookies and there and and somebody's going out of business and they'll sell it to you for seventy nine ninety nine. ASOS has one for one hundred and twenty two dollars. But it it, do, it only goes it only goes to your waist. It, it doesn't go below. Oh no, no, no I I went the waist. Um, you want the one below the waist? Yes. I don't okay. think you heard me say it, but we made it a whole episode without COVID or Delta, even though it's pretty fucking ugly right now. It, you know, it is. And now, like, boosters. So are you going to get your booster? We do need to talk about that because I think we should share our thoughts about boosters. Yeah, we can do that tomorrow. Um, I, I, I honestly have no problem with it because somebody made the point, like, um, when it comes to kids, like, they get, like, a line of shots so that they have the appropriate mm-hmm. defense. So it's not that big of a deal. No, it's not a big deal to me either because we know, like, flu shots we, like you need to get a new one every year like i don't but you should and right. we know like um what hepatitis or so one of the other one of the shots so your jaw doesn't lock up Tet- tetanus Ten- you, you know well wait uh, you get you, a tet- you, you, need, you only need a tetanus shot like once a decade well still you still need a new one so right. um <laughs> You know, you need it. So I'm, I am perfectly okay with it. I was going to be lined up anyways because I'm immunocompromised. Right. Um, all right. Well, have a good rest of the afternoon. Send me some jackets. I shall. Okay, goodbye.